Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, Good Morning Amigo. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Back here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145. Moments will have Miami-Dade County Commissioner Esteban Bobo joining us. And we're going to get to the bottom of a couple of things relevant to um, <clears throat> cats are dealt with um, and what animal control can and can't do with these cats. Uh, I've been pretty vocal about the situation I'm having in our neighborhood. Um, we believe, you know, that there's kind of something that's not fair that's going on. And no one's being, you know, there's no accountability to what it is. And in the interim, what ends up happening is, is we have absolute feral chaos in our neighborhood with, with, with dozens of cats roaming around and doing all sorts of things to our property. Um, I don't think it's right. I know that obviously cats are going to be cats. Um, you know, but there's obviously, I, I, there's, there seems to be a little bit of a loophole here, right? There seems to be something that's sliding through the cracks. And in the process, you have, you know, a dozen homeowners who pay good taxes in Miami-Dade County that are being negatively affected by some old lady who thinks she's doing a service by doing this. So I wanted to get the man on with me. This is a guy that, like I told you earlier on the show, Frank, um, you know, when it, I don't like to stereotype, but people like to stereotype about politicians in general. And this guy is a man of service. I've known him for years. Um, he has never failed to deliver. So whenever I've asked him for something, he has delivered each and every time. He does it better than anyone I know at that. And I'm not saying that because he's coming on my show because you've heard me talk about him before. Um, Miami-Dade County Commissioner Esteban Bobo joining us here on Good Morning Amigos. Steve, how are you doing, my brother? You're doing well, man. Good to hear your voice and hope everybody's doing safe and keeping safe. Everybody is keeping safe, and we always thank you for uh, for what you've done, not just in our community, but obviously, you know, on a personal level. When I came to you at one of our darkest times, you you responded like a champ, like you always do. And I figured that, you know, I, I think you've come on because, you know, I don't ambush. But I do have a very curious question that's going on. And it's going on in your district, believe it or not. And I've done the homework. I've looked things up. And I'm sort of screwed unless I come to someone like you and I talk about it. And I also imagine that this is happening in neighborhoods around the county, not just in mine. So I live adjacent to a church, a very big church that you see off the Palmetto. And in that church... Uh, there seems to be a collection of feral cats. And over the years, it's become a very big nuisance to the adjacent blocks on the south and the north of this church. And I happen to live on the block that's on the north of this. And, you know, at all hours of the evening, they are being, a, 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 you know, a noise nuisance, and they destroy property, and they, you know, they defecate around. Area. And obviously, stray cats are a part of life. But we've always wondered why it's been at this point. And then last week, I caught, uh, there seems to be an old lady, I have kiddingly named her the Holy Cat Lady, 
um, <laughs> where she apparently had creates a buffet that rivals Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas, Steve, and it stretches across the backyard of four to five houses. And when I caught her, I there must have been forty plus cats being fed at six o'clock in the morning. I've tried to catch her since several times. I can't catch her. Um, ironically, they have the rope chains on this church because it's a private property. Um, but there's a grass easement that I don't believe is private property. There's also a grass easement in front where they seem to put their own collection of things and they're not allowed to do that. And it just calls to question. Obviously, there are no, unless it's a public park, there's not a lot you can do about feral cats. But I, I'm annoyed that the, no, the notion of feeding these cats continue having them roam in our areas and I think they would I'm not asking them to be taken away I'm asking for them to stop being fed and they're being fed on this property what does a man like me do I have gone to Instagram I've made a big joke about it because that's what radio hosts do but in all in all seriousness our entire block believes it's a nuisance and I am speaking on behalf of our entire block that everyone's pretty angry at the church for doing this yeah, well, unfortunately, it happens in uh, quite a few neighborhoods uh, where folks uh, actually, it's funny you say that because it happens in my neighborhood. I uh, I live near the old uh, kennel um, for uh, the different dog tracks, and since they don't race anymore, uh, the, the cats have now taken over where the dogs used to be. And uh, same thing, I've got uh, a lady that kind of drives by and puts a, uh, some food right on the sidewalks, um, and then we get cats coming from out of the woodwork, right? And in fact, they know exactly when she's coming. It's weird. It's weird. I mean, it just you know, they know when she's coming, going to come by, and then they all just start populating. Look, I think there's a couple of recourses you can have if you haven't done so already, and and obviously I'll, I'll give my number out now: three zero five eight two zero eighty four twenty four. You know, you could call the Department of Animal Services. We have had an extensive program of trapping uh, cats, feral cats. Uh, we've had programs of uh, neutering these cats and then releasing them humanely. I mean, we don't, uh, you know, we've tried to reach a level in our, um, in our county where we're not killing animals. Uh, and that was product of the Pet Trust movement a couple of years ago. While they wanted to increase our property taxes, we kind of fought that back. But we realized that there was enough people out there that felt that this was a problem. And we've dealt with it. Um, but if that hasn't given you any kind of recourse, uh, animal services, uh, please call me because then I w I'd like to intervene on something like this because this is not a unique problem. It's not a unique problem to where you live. Uh, this is something that's going around uh, countywide. There are many people love animals. I love animals. I love animals too. But uh, Yeah, but they do become a big nuisance. And the thing about cats is that they're almost like um, – you know, they're almost like uh, rabbits, you know, and uh, they have large litters. And uh, and then these things are like almost like little lions roaming our streets. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, please call my office. If animal services hasn't resolved the problem or hasn't paid attention to it, by all means. And animal service does have the uh, the ability to go ahead and set traps for the dog, for the cats, I should say, that, uh, again, they would be uh, taken away and treated humanely. They put up for adoptions. Uh, they'll operate on them and sometimes release them back in the area. Uh, and then a feral cat obviously not populating or repopulating the area. So uh, there are some recourses. But animal service first, 
by by all means, call my office. I'm going to zero eight four twenty four. I'm going. I'm going to definitely call your office. Uh, as it wouldn't be the first time we'll work together in resolving a problem, and yep. I think I'm going to ha- have you help me deal with animal services on that. I was navigating through. They have a summer camp in the back with a jungle gym. So I said, okay, so it's not a Dade County park, but now it's a park. Does that fall under the you know? The, the law that says that, you know, you can't feed feral cats in a park. So my friend at Parks and Rec said, absolutely not, Larry. You're not going to get away with that. And I was like, that's fine. But at some point, our rights as residents, as taxpayers, are getting really impeded on and smushed because it's a lady who goes to the church and she thinks this is okay and she's been doing it for a while. Even through our association, we've gently complained and they really, Mm -hmm. you know, they've snooted at it and they do it now more than ever. So I was going to have a concert. I was going to uh, use the easement to my advantage. I was going to apply for for uh, for a permit, and I was going to have a concert, and so I was going to teach the people in the church what a noise nuisance can be because we get it at three in the morning in the sides of our homes, and you know, I I it's I've been annoyed, and I know that I can take a real a satirical view on things as a radio host, but Steve, you know me on a serious level, uh, yeah. it does upset me. And it's not the cats that upset me. It upsets me that the lady does this sneaking behind everyone's back. And she doesn't live on our block. It's not like a lady who lives the third house on the left. Like, this is someone from another community coming and raiding our community. And I don't appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. The same in our area. It's not a lady that lives in our our neighborhood. It's just somebody that, uh, you know, God bless her. She cares about animals. But the problem is maybe she doesn't even understand the problem that she's creating for other people. But um, but yeah, look. By all means, uh, we'll help out. We'll help out. We'll talk to animal services and get you know see what we could do and, and help you remedy the situation. Miami Dade County Commissioner Stephen Bobo on the phone with us here on Good Morning Amigo. Another thing that is a topic that I know is near and dear to you, but it's actually a topic that is prevalent is uh, the census. Tell us a little bit about your role with the census, and I do have a question about the census. Believe it or not. Sure, sure. Look, every every ten years we've got a federal responsibility. It's a law, so it's not something like it's a hey, can you do this, please? It's something that you have to do. And um, you know, the census um, goes back really into the Bible. It's 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 ironic how God has asked Moses to count all the Jews that were coming out of Egypt to take a census, and uh, so the same thing now applies to us here. You know. Um, this is something that's been going on since the founding of our nation to get a, a handle of how many people are living uh, are living in our nation. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the information that that the census provides, uh, and this is something critical I think people need to pay attention to, the information provided helps us at, on a local government level uh, map out services for the next 10 years. So, you know, a population count is extremely important. As federal dollars get doled out, many of the funding formulas that they use precisely are tied to population. So, um, you know, if you care about education, transportation, housing, if you care about health care, well, now's your time to step up. Uh, because of COVID-19, they've extended the period. We were April 1st. Ironically, April Fool's Day is the due date. Now they've pushed it out to uh, Halloween, April 31st, as the due date. So it's extremely important that we get this thing done. Information is protected. They don't share it with the president, the Congress. No federal agency gets a hold of the information. The only thing that we, uh, we need is the data, how many people. Not that Larry filled it out, and Larry's accounting for how many people in his family. What we just need is the number, five people. Okay, we've got a couple of adults, a couple of kids. That's all we really need so that we could start 
going to the federal government and and pleading our cases of you know how much money we need in our community. Uh, and and look, this is something that uh, probably short of voting is the, the most important thing we could do. And the impact is for 10 years. So whatever census population count we get attributed to now, that will guide us for the next 10 years as we kind of map out the destiny of our county. So, you know, I, I keep asking folks and keep telling folks we're right now participating at about a 55 percent rate. That's really unacceptable. You know, we got to get into the 80s, you know, hopefully the 90s. And we've been planning this now for a year. We didn't count on COVID-19, uh, but people could do it online. They could do it, uh, you know, via phone. They could do it via mail. Uh, the most important thing is to get it done. It's really painless. It takes all of five minutes. And um, the impact, you're going to feel it for the next 10 years. Steve, I appreciate you jumping on the show with us. Uh, I really do. I know that this is kind of a marginal and silly thing, but, you know, like I said, for us radio hosts, we take things to heart and we 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 go off on tangents sometimes. And since this has affected me, you see my Instagram. I've been pretty vocal about it. Like I've, I, I call it the, the Holy Cat Lady Chronicles, and I'm on volume four already, and <laughs> I'm making a big joke about it, but seriously, I told Frank I'm looking for a peaceful solution to the problem, and and it sounds like you may have offered one where I don't even have to engage the people at the church, which I'm trying not to, to be very honest with you. I'm trying. You live. You you do you. We do us. But you got some old lady, you know, doing a, a buffet for forty cats. You know that creates a problem for no. us on the other side. Scratched cars, uh, landscaping issues, uh, bowel movement issues, amongst other things. It gets really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, like, the, like I said, there's people out there that are not they, they may not have a, an understanding of what the impact is uh, beyond just feeding the cat. And that's something that we just need to make them aware of. But like I said, we'll help out. I appreciate it, Steve. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate you very, very much. Say hello to everybody in the office. Actually, I'll be in touch today or tomorrow <laughs> for sure. Very good. <laughs> All right, my friend. Take Thanks. care, man. Take care. I was Esteban Bobo from Miami-Dade County Commissioner's Office. I told you he's the man. Anybody calls me Larry, you know they know me for a while. Yeah, I go, um, <laughs> Commissioner Bobo, thank you for joining us. Um, you're going to be speaking to our host, Larry the Amigo. And he goes, who's the host? I go, Larry the Amigo Melian. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not, but he knows. He The story I, I can quickly share before we go to break. We sat in a, we sat in a boardroom once. This was a few weeks after my father-in-law was struck and killed by a car on my block. And this is a very block that I feel has terrible lighting. And they haven't really eased the problem. But there's going to be an overall construction that's going to remedy the problem. So I've had to kind of shut up about it. Um, but at the time, I wanted to meet with FDOT immediately. And he made the meeting happen. Like, I'm not, you know how people, they take months to do things. My, like, he had been dead two weeks. And we were in a room talking about it with FDOT. And there's a lady from FDOT. Now, why I got upset was like it wasn't an 11th hour type of emergency meeting. So the head honcho that I wanted to talk to was scheduled to come and had to back out. But from the head honcho's office, they sent someone, some lady with stats and a clipboard. And I knew immediately what I was dealing with when I saw her. And um, she went over some stats about the number of cars that were driving in the area and the average speed. Because I guess they have satellites that gauged. I. Listen, I listened to her, I listened to her, and she rattled off stuff telling me that some of the stuff I thought was necessary for that road didn't warrant because it wasn't as traveled or as unsafely traveled as I said it was. 
Excuse me while I roll my eyes. I said to her, I said, are you done? I said, good, because now I'm going to talk. And I went off on a tirade, which I said what we would do was I wanted her or her boss or both of them to come out to the corner of my house. And then I looked at Steve. I said, Steve, you can join us. I go, you, we have partnerships with Publix, don't we? He goes, yes. I go, let's get one of the Publix to donate a pig. I got my friends at Cajachina. They'll come out with the box. We'll spend four hours out there, just enough time to roast the pig. And when we're done, we can analyze numbers while we eat carne poico or pan con lechon. I go, we can all figure out that what you're telling me has nothing to do with the truth. I go, your numbers suck. I got numbers for you. I've lived in that house for up teen years, and I have to pull in and out of that house every day several times. I know what I'm telling you. People fly by that road. So the lady was taken aback. Steve afterwards comes to me and goes, you're crazy, bro. <laughs> I go, do you know them? You know those people at Publix that I asked for? He goes, of course I do. I go, if this gets stupid, I'm going to have the pig roast. So, you know, I'm always threatening a pig roast. I'm good at that. True story. He, uh, that, he got to see that I'm a little feistier than I look. <laughs> He's my boy, bro. <laughs> he goes, you're crazy. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I, it was the first laugh I had had in several weeks. I, I just, I didn't laugh at the moment. I laughed after. Yeah, yeah. Because I was very serious when I said it. I was very angry at the lady. I'm like, don't give me your numbers. I go, take your numbers back to your boss. Tell him, I got numbers for you. We're going to roast a pig. You want to take stats that day? That's fine. But you'll see with your naked eye what it, everything you need to see. People fly by the block. There's only one light. And the bottom line is you, you have several infractions on this road, which they did, by the way. And quietly, they're all going to get resolved with this new construction. It's amazing. I barely had to lift a finger. <laughs> ah, I love it when I can just take care of things that way. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.